Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey as a matter. That's that's how I say it. That's it. <laughs> Just to get that like energy flowed. For no reason. Alright, so uh we're back with Jim and uh we're gonna do another two rounds of beer. And what do we got going on for this one? Alright, this one is very unique. I've only had a taste of this at the source. This is um gonna be from Old Redwood Brewing Company, which is in Windsor. It's been there for about two years. I'd never heard of it until my last trip up north and I just kind of stumbled across it on a Google map or something like that. Okay. We went there, it's just a beer tasting room. And what's nice, it's only beer. Um, I think they had a cider, but the nice part is the next door is the wine tasting store. And they're quite happy to have you go next door and get a bottle of wine and bring it back. So you're able- Now that's the angle that maybe people are needing. <laughs> nice yeah. wine. And so um, talk about what Joe and I were talking about at halftime was like, it's really kind of nice. So I can sample some beers and the people I'm with who prefer wine have a bottle of wine and everybody's happy yeah and you need to so, be, the people in your group you know especially they need to be happy and that's why you're hanging out together right it's like, and not everybody likes everything you like so so if i'm trying to remember that so they had three well they had multiple beers on tap all of them pretty good the ones that i sampled this one's called the full windsor which is a triple ipa they also have a half windsor and i forget if that was the normal ipa or the double and they might have just had a windsor of something anyway so there's like three levels like you, you were saying before, that's that's a, a play on the tie, right? That's Yes, it's a play on the tie. The Full tie knot. tie and such like that. And it just yeah. happened to be in Windsor as well, but I believe they're playing on the uh, the tie thing. So That's cool. And, and and this is the triple IPA. This is a triple IPA. Nine point... I think I thought 9.75 on here somewhere. Else. Nice. Uh, my recollection from tasting at the brewery was it was quite, quite mild. Interesting thing about it, it's actually in a rather than a normal bomber, it's in a 750 mil bottle, so it's like oh, a, okay. a wine bottle almost. Almost, yeah. Um, and it's dear for whatever reason. I had a chat with the guy at the bar. This was like a 17 dollar bottle of beer. Jeez. And I said, really? I said I was just doing the math because you know us nerds do the math sometimes. And I said that's like I think it's about 25 ounces versus a 22 ounce bomber. And I said it's I would expect to pay like maybe eight or nine for this. And oh. it's like, well, it's high, you know, a little bit more, and it's high ABV, so therefore we got to charge more. I said, oh, whatever, I'll just buy one, and, yeah, because I have a beer tasting to go to <laughs> yeah. next week. So try something new. So this is Old Brewing, or excuse me, Old Redwood. Old Redwood. Full and Windsor. That's the brewing company. Old Redwood. Old brewing Redwood company. Brewing Company. Yeah, it's right off the, the the green in Windsor. So if you're up in Windsor looking for it, you find the the Windsor Green, and you'll find it. it's across from somebody's pub. I forget the name of the pub, but anyway, okay, easy nice. to find. It's not a big place up there. All right. All right, well, cheers, man. Cheers. We'll cheers give this a triple. Yeah. Yeah. It has an interesting aroma already, too, when you first hit that nose. It doesn't taste like a triple at all. No, it's that's like, what I thought was dangerous about it's it. It's definitely dangerous yeah. on that one. Yeah, it's good. That's tasty. It's fresh. I'm not sure when this was bottled, but... Does it taste citrusy to you a little, or...? I, I feel a little... I taste a little citrus on the top, but I just feel it's just... You know, a little on the malty side, not overly malty. Not overly malty, but it, yeah, I get that little sweetness of the malt. Yeah. That malt. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But I think it's really pleasant. It is pleasant. And so it was for a, good a triple time. too, like a yeah. really good triple. Yeah, and so they're not blowing you away with hops. I mean, it's not exactly. You're not crazy. And that's kind of yeah. And I, that attitude, you know, with being humble and, and just kind of like putting a little beer out there of not overly doing something and make it a kick-ass beer. Yeah. I think it's like a three or four person operation, maybe. I think they were all working the day we were there. And back to the trivia question about keeping people at the uh, at the pub. They don't serve any food. Yeah. But what they do, they kept coming around and filling up our little container of snacks. You know, like the, that, 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 <laughs> the Japanese uh, cracker things and pretzels and stuff like that. And so Yeah, that's always cool. That's something with the, uh, like when you go to brunch and you get bottomless mimosas, they, just, they keep <laughs> yeah, you there by just right. keep filling your fucking thing with, you know. <laughs> That's always fun. Um, cool. That's good. I mean, I got the next time I'm up there too. I gotta check it out. 
Um, yeah, let's do another trivia question. All right. For Sounds fun. good. See if we can do better this time. Yeah. This is... Uh, I never heard this term or... I don't know. I, I, okay. I've never heard this... Yeah, I don't know. It's random. Weird. Okay. Random off of the top. For good. Um, so, what is a Brewster? Now, it's A... It's not Punky Brewster, you okay. know, but A, someone in charge of blending before fermentation begins when the brewer takes over. Okay. B, a female brewer. C, an old English word for beer maker and the source of today's brewer. You know, I've known, as you said, Punky Brewster. I've known other people named Brewster, so I'm going to assume it's a surname, so I'm going to go with C in this case. Um, that one would say no. Oh, it's B. Oh, no. A female brewer. It's a Brewster? Yeah, I never heard huh. that for a, a lady bre- a okay. brewer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according right. to Beer Nerd, yeah. uh, a, f- a female brewer. Right. This term dates back to medieval England when home brewing was often handled by women. Really? Alewife is a similar term. Alewife. Alewife. And it makes okay. sense for... for because it's cooking related, basically, a, a, a recipe for beer is a recipe, right? You know yeah. what I mean. And she would, uh, medieval times, she would be probably making dinner and other things, and then the man would yeah. come, probably come home and being like, "Where's my ale?" And you know, right. she'd be like, "Here it is. I made this one today." Right. And they had to do it because um, back in the medieval days and such. You ever seen? Um, there's a book, and I'm having another brain fart. Anyway. The, pillar, the Pillars of the one? Earth. That's Pillars the, the book earth. I'm reading right now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm Great. reading Pillars of the Earth. I'm only at, like, page 100. Oh, you got a ways to go. Yeah. I'm really, and Alex yeah. keeps asking me about it, because he let, he let me the book. Okay. Um, it's it's a really it's it's a really good book. It's really well uh, descripted, and I'm getting into it. It's just slowly, surely, you, you know, gotta, as yeah, it goes but then on. It, went, it, it will click, yeah. and then you'll run with it. But it just that made me think of why they had to be making the beer, because of the days where they lived on the hills, and the water was really bad. I think the water is bad today, but the water is, that's why they made beer. So yeah, because you couldn't drink the water. you drink it, yeah. you boiled it, right? You ever see that documentary, um, How Beer Saved the World? Mm, no. They kind of describe that. Okay, it's a, yeah. a short documentary, like maybe 45 minutes to an hour long, but that's what they were saying oh. um, with the workers. Uh, I think it was in Egypt... And some other places that they, they brew, they brew the the water was so contaminated that right. they had to to brew the beer in order for people to be okay. not dying of, of the water. <laughs> exactly, that's yeah. what the Brewster was doing. The ale life. The ale life, yeah, yeah. Okay. doing exactly that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. That's kind of cool. That's super right. cool. Over two anyway. Yeah. On the yeah. questions. That's all right. That's a good one. That the was last, a good one. I think the last time I did a, a beer trivia thing, they, the cards were. I think they were just cards at. Uh, Sir Latab or something like that. They had some sort of just. I'm not sure it was even the whole game. But just yeah, just. But they were like kind of really easy. Yeah, <laughs> much easier than these. Two. Oh yeah, yeah. No, these these are, these get. Yeah. I picked some that I'm like, this this is the, I don't know what this is a question I'm not gonna ever ask or use. Like there's right. some there's some crazy ass ones that was just off the wall and I'm like so I'm kind of I kind of pick through them. Uh, there's a lot of brew, homebrew questions. A lot of like. Really um, involved with right. the brewing process, like oh. you know, with the grains, and uh, they had some Hefeweizen. Like, well, I don't have this one, but it was like one of the ones that uh, smells like bananas was the Hefeweizen kind okay. of thing, like what you compare. So yeah, it had some of that kind of stuff going on, and I was just like, okay, I'm sorting through some good ones, and maybe that might relate to the average listener on beer, and they can be like, oh. Cool. So if I order this at a bar, I won't feel like a jackass, <laughs> and I'll know what I'm sort of talking about. So you know, if they listen to the podcast at all, yeah. they'll just be like, "Oh, I'm kind of already at the bar, and you know, I, I, I've listened to, the, so I already know what to order. Like, th- I've tried a couple things, and this is what I like." Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So they've been exposed more. Yeah, to they've been a little bit more knowledge too, things. as well, and they can not sound like an idiot too. You're like, right. oh, the Hefeweizen, it kind of tastes like, uh, or has the aroma of like bananas, and they're like, yeah, and then it might make you a little bit more cool with the bartender for fucking who knows why you want to be cool with the bartender, but you know, right. bartenders are fun. Yeah, because you always get a good bartender. You know, a good time. Yeah, well, bartenders make the difference. You know? Yeah, that's what's good. That's what I like about our place. Good bartenders. So, uh, 
So, Jim, you're retired, right? No. You're not I'm retired? In, I'm in between jobs. In between? Okay. But I haven't decided when I'm going to go back to work. What, 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 what do you, what do you, what, 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 what has you been your career choice before? Because I know you guys do the, the farmer's market, so. Well, we're doing the farmer's markets now. Yeah, that's in our that's in semi-retired the... stage. Okay. Yeah. So we do that on the weekends. No, beforehand it was high tech, so I, uh, software programmer. Oh, software programmer, okay. Um, for a long time? Oh, for a long time, yeah. I started out at HP selling computers and working on the code, and then I got into some other technologies, so floppies, CDs, DVD, Blu-ray, nice. making systems that made those, and then I switched to cloud-space stuff, and then we just decided to take a break a couple of years ago. Okay. What, um, um, what, what's been your, um, your focal point? Like, what's, what's been your, like, your most thing that you've been interested in with with technology as it's, as it's come into its own um as far as a software i you know I, i've always been an integration guy it's like i like working with people on making solutions work regardless of the technology okay and that's what i was doing the last time around and we decided to take a summer off in 2015 and now it's 2017. That's 2017, and, and you. Yeah, I'm starting to look around again now. Okay. If I'm going to hang around here, you know, it's an expensive place to be if you're. Yeah, if you're if you're not getting some income. But definitely. We've been lucky enough. That we've been here long enough that that makes it a little easier. So. Yeah, and and, and I mean you're. And I enjoy working. I'm not anti-working. I still got a few years left in me. I'm. Yeah. Not far from. No, you're, done, you're not that old. No, I mean, not that old. Whatever that no. means. But I'm under sixty. Exactly. <laughs> Don and Dave are—they're in—they're in their sixties. Oh right? yeah, well they're, they're so they're retired. retired. Yeah, they're legitimately so that's, that's retirement age. Yes, right. But you're like on the cuffs of mm-hmm. you know I can work and I'm I'm always no matter how old I am I'm anti-working but yeah. I but we need it in 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 our lives and and I think that as as long as you're passionate about something and, and you like the things that you do. It's never work, and that's a cliche well, saying. For, right. But you're having a good because you're in you're, even with the tech thing on the software. Probably you're you're into computers and you're into what's happening, right? Yeah, trying to stay abreast of what's going on out there. But I have to say, working at the farmers market has been uh, quite different. I mean, that was something we used to go to every weekend, and then the person we worked for needed some help, and my wife Sue said, "Hey." We're not doing anything on the weekends at the moment. Let's do this. Yeah, we'll do it every other week is how it started. We're going and to do this every other week, and then it was like, okay, now we're doing it every week, and then we started a second market, and so now we do... So now you have two. So we do Saturday and Sundays, yes. Okay, cool. The plug-in for Wise Goat Organics, which I thought about last night. I was almost going to bring you... Uh, we have a specialty cocktail that we make. Yeah. What's, going, what's the cocktail? It's, it's going back, so we saw... In addition to krauts, they have a lot of soups and salad dressings and things like that. But we also sell beet kvass, which is a fermented red beet juice. Okay. Um, which actually, it's funny enough, the story goes back to where kvass in Russia is. We're getting, it's a funny, I had no idea how many people ate kraut. Now we're learning, everybody's telling us about their grandmas, crocs, and everybody, everybody's been making kraut for years. And oh, yeah, it's and, definitely one of those things that yeah, and kvass, their grandmothers have grown you up on it. And with kvass, the, the people with Russian heritage come and look at it and go, yeah, because kvass was originally bread. It was fermented bread. Right. Which kind of, we turn around about how we talked about uh, getting our bread source from beer now, but it actually turns out it started that the bread was the first thing that was fermented. Okay. <laughs> and then that kind of like got the whole beer and other alcohol fermentation started as well. So That makes so sense. The beet kvass is really, it's really nice. It's just fermented red beet juice. And what, what you do is you get a glass of ice and you mix that with some gin and squeeze of lime and a little Pellegrino, mix it up. We call that a cancellation cocktail. The reason being, of course, gin is one of the worst things you can drink. Yep. And beet juice turns to, it turns out to be one of the best things you can drink for your liver and those <laughs> types of functions. So we figure, well, we put them together. It's very pretty. So it looks, it looks technically great. they're yeah. canceling each other out. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know. So oh, you almost like serve, you serve me nothing. But right. This is the cancellation. Now. That's great. Right. right. But it's a, it's a tasty little drink. And nice. So, and that and that's all your creation, or who who, well, who came up with this? I was the first one of people I know to to create it. I just tried it out one time because I was getting tired of gin and tonics. I said, "Well, why don't we try this the kvass? I like the kvass, but it's pretty." Yeah, and so took a picture of it and put two and two together, and there you go. Now, man, and yeah. that's and one of the things I dislike is gin. I'm not a oh, gin no. person. Oh, really? Because you, oh, okay. But 
I, as I'm not a, I'm not opposed to trying over and over and over again until I'm fine with it. Like I said before, I've been trying sours for oh, right. God knows how long, like at least six years. And I'm right. like, finally, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting the sour taste now. I'm like, yeah. now I crave it. I'm like, I really want a sour right now. I just, I don't care oh. to not. So yeah, I'm not opposed to trying anything a bunch of times yeah. and keep it going. Kind of the same way with sours as you are with gin. I, I don't mind them. But I haven't adopted them yet completely. Yeah. And I think, you know, actually we're getting to the time of year where they're the best. I think they're fine in the summer. But other than that, it's like, okay, got it. Fine. Yeah. I can see why people like this. Yeah. And it's an acquired taste, just like yeah. IPAs and oh, yeah. even gin. Like right. gin to me, somebody gave me a martini one time at a wedding. Oh, well, yeah. And it was a gin, regular martini or whatever, uh, dirty martini. And I love oh. olives. Like, oh, okay. I'm a huge fan, olive fan. So mix those two, and I'm like, gotta be good. And I was like, this fucking tastes like how tree sap smells. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't do it. And it's for some reason to just put in a ugh, terrible, terrible. But, and that was also when I was like a little younger, and, you know, well, but my yeah, palates yeah. change every couple of years. And Well, gin and a martini is a tough one to get used to. Yeah. That's why if you like it even you know gin, do you like gin and tonics don't work for you either that's a little depends if it's too strong obviously and you're gonna get too much gin because it does you know the, the drink that you created i think my best friend at home will love it because he's a gin, okay. gin and tonic person oh yeah then you should try this yeah this is something probably right up his alley because he's a real gin dude and he's okay. like i love gin and he's like and he's always trying to branch out and ask me a couple of questions and i'm like you gotta kind of roll with what you like so mm -hmm. And I know he likes gin, so this will be a nice little uh, change for him, and and good for his health <laughs> at the oh, same good. time. If you would, if you can say that, yeah, <laughs> it's better. Good, good drink, beet so, juice. You know, that's our plug for Wise Good Organics. Saturday at San Mateo College, San Mateo, and Sunday at Menlo Park. Nice. So and San Mateo, Saturday. San Mateo, and actually also at uh, West Valley College on Saturday. And then Sunday at Menlo Park. Sunday at Menlo Park. I haven't been to that farmer's market yet. Yeah. I've been to the Palo Alto one, and I've been to the the other Palo Alto one. The California Ave. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California, California Ave. And the other one just opened last weekend. The one behind the post office is yeah. just restarted. We were there last year, but we're, we instead are doing San Mateo this year. But anyway, that's kind of keeping us busy. It's a, you know... It yeah, I mean... It, Sounds pretty fun. I mean, as far as... It is fun. It's nice being out there, and it's like, you know, that's why you should probably work at a craft beer festival as well. You meet a lot of people, and everybody there, everybody's there to be happy. <laughs> yeah, nice. nobody's there. No one's there. Right, exactly. Or, you know, or work in an office and be like, you need to get these right, exactly. TPS reports done. No, people are coming back, and yeah. they just like to be there, and it's a different group of people, so it's quite a nice break from high tech, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of, we meet a lot of people from high tech there as well that... Enjoy yeah, it. It's a tech area, you know, and you know, there's a lot of everybody's kind of in that scene. Yeah. Sort of, you know. And so we're looking for that around here. I mean just a, a segue a little bit. The other thing we saw in Denver this last week, which I'm hoping that someone will create around here somewhere. I think I've heard there might be one in Santa Cruz, but it's this beer bar that uh, serves everything by the ounce. I don't know if you've seen these anywhere. So El Arsenal does something similar. Oh, do you? But oh, good. so the Rose, you know, does <clears throat> very yeah, little for ounce. Right, it's or, a you know, pint. You buy a pint. Yeah. Yeah. El Arsenal does um, 6 ounce, 10 ounce, 12 ounce. Oh, okay. 16 ounce. And certain ones, like if you want to get a stout mm -hmm. and it's really strong. Yeah. But you just want to have that nice flavor in your mouth for a little bit. Right. You get a little 6 ounce pour. Okay. It's like 5 bucks. Then you move on to the sour, too. You want to do a nice little farmhouse sour. You know, same... Uh, six bucks or whatever or you, you even if you have like a strong let's just say this was on on tap at, at, at the El Arsenal the the, uh, the one we're drinking now which yeah. is nine seven or nine two or something right. um, you you can get a half pour of that which is an eight ounce so you can get an eight ounce mm -hmm. glass of this for four bucks yeah that's good and move on and a lot of the regulars they just kind of at the El Arsenal which is pretty cool they they sample a few good beers at a half ounce, right? Or 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 a half a half a pint, right? And they get these little cool ounce glasses, 
you know, they'll do three of them, and they're like, all right, I'll take I'll take a full one of that one because I like that one the most. Right. So you get your samplers. This one's a little different, and one of your one of your colleagues doesn't like the plan at all because it eliminates the bartender. It's actually self service. Oh yeah, which is very interesting concept because I said Ireland does that. They had that in Ireland. Uh huh. Guinness. Yep. Self service for. They have their own taps at the table you're sitting at. Where was that? Uh, whatever. Really? Yeah. I think it was even at the airport. To be honest. I haven't seen that before. Cause that would even... oh, I, actually, I don't want to say at the airport. It was. It could have been a bar across the street from the airport. Okay. As we were waiting for our, uh, uh, my my buddy's girlfriend to get from Paris to, to Ireland. Okay. So we're waiting, and then we were like, let's go here and chill out. And they have, the tap is in the middle of the table. Okay. You swipe your credit card anytime yeah. you want to get a, a pint. And just same same as any kind of random transaction. You just pour it right there. Oh. That's it. And that's challenging. And that eliminates the bartender, yes. <laughs> but it eliminates yeah. it's the same as going to a grocery store and eliminating the um, the clerk. But pouring a proper pint of Guinness is not for the rank amateur. So that it's is, not. And it I, could be a problem. Totally. And that was the same problem at this place. Here at this place, you, um, you give them your credit card, and then they give you like a little card. And then you go over where there's this bank of 35 taps. Yeah, and where I heard about this. Where, where is this it's at? It's called First Draft. First Draft. It's in this new area. I don't know how new it is. Actually, we've been to Denver a lot because Sue's family lives in Denver. Yeah. It's an area called Rhino. It's right north of uh, River North Arts District, which is really... Used to be an area. I think it's called Five Points or something like that. It used to be the real crime-ridden, really awful area of Denver. Okay. And now it's like you go in and they've got all these cool bars, um, lots of graffiti art just outside... I imagine they probably have some great music stuff going on at night and such like that. We're there during the day. It's definitely a music town or, yeah. or city, I should say, or whatever. Denver, yeah, Denver is cool. And so first draft, it's you basically, then you go and tap on the beer you want, and you just pour it as much as you want. I mean, it could be half an ounce. Oh, really? They're going to probably round it up to an ounce, but you can do an ounce, literally. And they give you a glass, and you just... Go around. Just go back, tap, you tag in, you know, like your clipper card. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Pour yourself a little beer, and, and they instruct you, try and keep all the pressure and the temperature right, because that's a huge problem with beer and, mm-hmm. and amateurs. is Always oh, the gas is too much. Or, or something like that, so low. you don't want yep. foam, otherwise you get... And none of these foamed out. I mean, and probably you gotta, sampled about five of them. None of them foamed out, which was good, and you could get a couple ounces and said, okay, I'm going to have one more for the road. This is the one I like best. Fill up the glass. Mm-hmm. When you're done, you take your little card back. They run your thing, so it's... Yeah, it's cool. And I've heard there's something like that in Santa Cruz, but I have not researched it yet. I might have been the same one I've heard. Okay. Unless I heard you over-talking about the same oh, thing. Oh, maybe. So it could have <laughs> been. That's right. But, but I'm not sure. I, I, I heard of this concept uh, before, uh, the self-serving. Right. Um, I think there's a, still a market for those things. Um, not necessarily eliminating the bartender, because I don't think... I don't think those things will ever go away. It's always that human interaction is why people right. go to the bar, even to talk to the bartender. Because yeah. the bartender, a self-tap ain't going to listen to your problems. Oh, no. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, or, any, exactly. or, or any of that kind of shit. Yeah, like, if you're looking for that, yes, it's yeah, not yeah. your place. And, <laughs> and I'll get people from all kinds who just really are lonely or oh. just want to talk or, yeah. you know what I mean, or, about anything. Right. So I try to do that interaction with them too, and I only get certain windows if I'm busy too. And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, yeah. blah blah blah. So I'm kind of at the at the bar. I don't get the the interaction that I would like to get to the you know to the focus. I can only focus on so much at a time, so my time is is spared. Right. But that's what keeps other people coming back to the to the bar. It's like the conversation and the people you meet. Yeah. It's. But I think to me, you know, the self-serving bar still has a place, just not all the it, time. It does. It's not replacing no the need for a bartender in that sense of the word, right. where you want a, someone to talk to, you want to socialize, and all that. But yeah. like, we were there with you know four of us. Yeah, and we we had and no use. Just chill. You have no use chill. for the bartender. Bartender totals or the the host. I yeah, guess yeah. at that point in time, not yeah. really the bartender. Coming to my house. house. Yeah, basically the same thing. And said you're here. Here's how it works. Just great, and you, you still need that. But we're not. We weren't there to interact with the right you're not there to talk to the bartender although sometimes also the same thing too if you're uh you guys been you got you guys go to colorado a lot yeah basically right so um new things that kind of arise too it's like kind of like that's another reason to talk to to the to the local bartender it's like 
what, what else is right? Where, where, where do you go? That's what people ask me all the mm. time: is where do I go? And I'm like, that's ah, kind of a yeah. Where do you go, Joe? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't even know where I go. because <laughs> oh, we just know. we just go in there, and this whole area was so cool that they had three or four cool bars that we at least walked by, and that was the only ones we walked by. A couple we stopped in, had lunch, and went to this one. And yeah, then they got one of these. Um, country or one of these city markets there you've seen those where you go in kind of like the ferry building but this is a smaller scale you've got 20 different food stands yeah inside and, and you know the the flats and things are going up like crazy and the lofts and the flats in this area of town and so it's it's really vibrant and you see a place that's so creative we're going i don't think there's anything quite like this anywhere near palo alto yeah and i'm wondering what's up with that I mean, you'd think here we are, because it's probably made out of like 35 or 40 iPads that are, you know, describe what the beer is, a little bit about it. So you get all that stuff right there and they can, you know, they tell you how much is left. They're all on so scales it, or something. Oh, it has like a meter. Yeah. Right? It tells you what's left in the thing. So you sort of know if you're getting down towards the bottom or, you know, they just yeah. popped it, which maybe might make you make a decision one way or another. True. Yep. I'd seen that only in Portland before where they had like the, the high tech scoreboard of what's on and... <laughs> How much yeah. is left, and what's coming up next, and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of talk right now. Not a lot of talk. I say a lot of talk in my. Yeah. Just when I'm in this in in the facility or the scene, or whatever. There's a lot of talk about the way people uh, see uh, how people know what's on tap. So the 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 ban the banner of of the beer mm -hmm. uh, like a chalkboard right. or you know or a, or a menu or a digital menu mm -hmm. is there anything that you prefer as a customer to when you walk into a place do you think there's something easier of how to read and what is known to you like yeah you know, percentage wise uh hop wise I think, yeah, the basics, and how do you present them? I mean, basics, you want to know the beer, the type, you know, ABV, yeah. and maybe the IBUs. And, but you probably also, you know, then after that, maybe you want a blurb, and you can't obviously do that on a chalkboard. Yeah. You could do it on a written menu, mm -hmm. but that's kind of hard to do as well, like if you're constantly rotating taps, and that's a lot of work, you're always changing menus, well, Also, somebody, not a lot of room. Somebody that's like in the software, too, do you think that, because I'm, I'm having this debate with people, not a debate, but I, I'm trying to find out what, what their best opinion about it, because people are just like, there's no room for that. But everybody else is doing it, and it looks great. But people are saying that it's taking away from certain other elements of the bar scene. Oh, they're being a little too too techy. Too yeah, techy. you, you got to be careful. You don't want to be too techy. Right. You, know, you want to find But let's balance. just say that you have a TV screen, right? Yeah. Same as like, have you been in the tap room? Yeah. So oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. How they display their beer. It's, it's on a TV screen. Right, it's simple. It's up there. It's so everybody's, re readable. Yeah, so everybody's kind of going that way. Now, now, there's a lot of people moving into that format or that style. Uh, do you think that you prefer that or it doesn't matter or you, you don't really care? <clears throat> no, I think that style's fine. I, I, that's enough information because usually you, I don't really want to tell. Yeah, you do, know, like do you think it's taken away from the bar? Like if you have just something displayed up there, like it's not, or would you prefer like an older style, like chalk, like I said, chalk or menu, you know? It could depend on where you are. Okay. Um, so I think in a place like the tap room, for example, it, it's, it's kind of a, a nouveau modernist looking place. So I think it, it fits there. Yeah. The rows, I wouldn't do it, for example. And then, yeah. But of course, the, the chalkboard, I guess, gets updated occasionally, but not. That's not the really. Chalk, the yeah, the chalkboard does not exist to have a time on right, the top. Exactly. Because people <laughs> always look up. They're like, uh, "What's up there? What's up there? Oh, it says go fuck myself." Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just weird. Wait, so there, I think the menus, or I think even a chalkboard wouldn't be bad. Um, but there's so many beers to keep track of. I've been in places that are always rotating. If you were only having like six or seven. Hand, like in England, a lot of places have like six or seven hand pumps. Yeah. And so you can have one little board that just tells you, you know, six or seven things. Very easy to maintain. Yeah. And in a pub, in an, Irish, or an English pub, you know, with it's already got, you know, the, the old 30-year-old the shag carpet and the, the wood yeah. Yeah. and all the stuff, it fits in perfectly. You wouldn't oh, want totally. any, You don't want anything You don't want anything techie, tech yeah. The one where I was in in Portland, you wanted techie because everything was stainless steel. It's like really sleek. 
All right, so I guess I think it's the experience. So I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's the vibe, the vibe of the bar, right? If it fits right. in with the scene, then it works. But if it, you're going for that old vintage, crafty, or more, oh, you know, yeah. or, or something like that, then it's have to be on the list, or you. And I think trust maybe the, I think maybe too, people have to come up with more creative ways to display things, but also make it super legible and, right. e- and easy to read. That's why I kind of like the screen because it was just the font is big it's in one location it's like that's yeah. what you, you it's easy to like we're not liter- uh we're not printing out a fucking bunch of menus right and killing paper you know right and, and everybody's trying to go paperless we're trying to save the trees and all that kind of shit which i'm i'm all for yeah, save right, save everything yeah save nature um so yeah i don't mind the screens if if it's done right you know you get to display a background and create this stuff yeah. and the font you can just type it type it in erase it and bam yeah, and if the lighting's good enough and you can just see the actual tap handles yeah that, that works as well that as well too and maybe you bring them forward and do the irish coffin concept what's what's that concept that's what you you saw at ireland it's when you get the big box that's right at the bar so instead of like at the rows and places like that where your taps are up against the wall, the taps are like between you oh, and the customer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. You. And then yeah. some people come in and you can kind of... Is that you, called the Irish Coffin? That's called an Irish Coffin. Oh, shit, that's, that's my fun. Understanding. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Maybe that's the next card. Maybe I'll get one actually. Yeah. But, oh. Got yeah. the next one. Next one's Scottish. it looks like a coffin. <laughs> and it's typically how they arrange the taps in Ireland. No, no, no. Yeah, that's... Places. I've seen that. Yeah. It's not too far away from the customer. It's between you and like the bar has. It's underneath. Right. Yeah. Where well, the tap handles. Yeah, sort they're, of. They're on Unless top, it's close enough. Yeah. To where like. But you're looking at the customer while you're pouring. You're not. You don't have your back to anybody. Anymore. No. 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 Yes. Yeah. Would have its advantages, I guess, in certain places. Are you a fan of tap handles? Or are you a fan of uh, uh, generic handles? No, I think tap handles are good. I yeah. Think, I think more diversity. It's a, mar- it's a marketing. It's it's definitely um, an art. Yeah, some places you can go in, you don't have to ask what they have. I mean, some of them are so distinct, you know. That's how I'm I happen to see yeah. it perfectly. Okay, okay you got if Pliny, you know, for yeah. example. And for us, we're, I have contacts, so, yeah. but, you know, glasses kind of, I'm like. You can make out shapes. Yeah, I can make, I can make a shape. I'm like, oh, that looks like something I would like. Yeah, and you can sort of see it as another place in Denver, you know, they had both Pliny and Blind Pig on tap. And we're sitting far enough away. I just looked up, and they, it's a very famous place with a tap, a falling rock. Okay. Tap house in in Denver. It's got I don't know how many handles, fifty, sixty, yeah. whatever. A lot. Yeah. I, sometimes I think maybe that's too much. I sometimes yeah, about that. yeah. But I looked up and I couldn't really read what was there, but I you know, I saw this pic I could make out that picture. And you already and knew exactly what I knew what it was what, a blind yeah. pig. I didn't even have to I mean, you guys have blind pig? Oh yeah. You're like, I'll take that. Yeah, right yeah, there. Exactly. So now I think distinctive handles are good. I don't like how they're putting some of these things in your face, like uh God, what was I just like the Budweiser born on? They like tell you what the when this keg was born, and they have a temperature oh, gauge. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Just like oh, all right, you know. Or what really? Stone is sort of doing that with not temperature wise, but they're doing the enjoy by. And it's oh, the enjoy by, yeah. But that's always good. That's fine. That's yeah. just in the bottles in the store. I think I haven't seen one of those in the. There's a tap. Oh, is there a tap? Yeah, the patio. It? The patio has it. Oh, do they? They have an enjoy by handle, or oh, I haven't seen that. I guess they uh, better go back there. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of one of my go tos. It's like. Or, which is the name of the, the tap handle, the go-to. Okay, right. So when you see it, it's, it's the go-to this or something. And it's also Enjoy By, too, has the same oh. uh, kind of same kind of uh, yeah. handle or whatever. So you know what it is. Yeah, so I'm like, go-to or Enjoy By or anything kind of weird <laughs> like that. I'm like, that's a stone. I'll take that. Okay. That's fine. Oh. So, I mean, that's, that's not that I'm always going for stone, but, you know, I'll go for whatever. Yeah. I don't like generic tap handles. I don't know how people... And your profession deal with them? I guess they have numbers on the top because it's well. No, we so so L Arsenal has generic. Oh, do they? So okay. for some, the Rose has all different tap handles. Right. Um, the generic ones we they they have fun with with the bartenders and so it would, it would, uh, one of the employees does and, yeah. and, and they each like print out and have a little label maker. So if like let's just say it's Blind Pig, yeah, and they'll put like blind fuck yourself you know and then you know so yeah. you're like where the where's this beer and you're like search for it and you're like handle 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 as a bartender i'm visual so i see if i could see it down there i know where it is right these ones are 
these ones are, you know, um, uh, all black. So it's a, it's a row of black handles. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, ah, fuck. And then I have to go read each one. And I'm like, oh, this is penis pills. This, is this, 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 this. You know, I'm like, fuck. All right, yeah. Just, you know, but so, but. I think the handles are great. Yeah. It, yeah. I think if you have generic handles, then you can have you should have the uh, the display above, you know, some TV screen mm -hmm. thing. Cuz then that that's consistent. If you have uh, non-generic labeled handles, then you go with them and you either use a chalkboard or a yeah, a menu. Yeah, that's that's and and then and right now that's I guess that's the kind of feedback people are looking for as owners of brew pubs and bars they're kind of looking for what people are looking for mm -hmm. they don't want to make it cheesy they don't want to make it uh, not um, I want to say it. like not like um, not 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 fit their vibe I guess is a better term they don't want they don't want like if like you said they don't want to have the 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 TV screen, if it's not that kind of like feel to the bar. Oh yeah. Whether it's easy to see or not or to read, you know, and it, explanations are always good. Like I said, like so, so the so El Arsenal has menus and they're just always printed out and they're always changing. Okay. Same with the rows. You know, the rows yeah. has printed menus but flipped out and then something goes off. I'm always trying to think of. There's both of those. Our Neanderthal kind of <laughs> Neanderthal, yeah. Like, well, maybe not Neanderthal. <laughs> I, I know. What you're I have a better That's choice cool. of words. Um, prehistoric, Ar archaic. Yeah, archa it's, archaic it's, might be the best, better word. Yeah. And there's a better solution to that problem. Of you know, kind of like there's a problem for everything, right? So you're, we're trying to solve the problem of art versus technology and it needs to merge right in the middle and mm -hmm. how it's displayed and how easy it is to get information for anything that you want right. the beer that you want and and even on the rows it's like most of the most of the percentages are not displayed it's not taken care of it's not right you, so you you're like don't know what they're getting and you have yeah to and if somebody asks me they're like oh what's that beechwood right i'm like oh it's the algamator how how many how much percent is that if i didn't tap the keg I probably forget. Right. So um, since I tapped the keg, I'm like, oh, it's seven percent. Right. And they're like, oh, cool. I'll take that. But if you have to ask, the less questions you have at the bar, the better. That's I agree with that because you don't want to answer the same question a hundred times. But yeah. So signage is important. Yeah, and that's just my, you know, observation of being at the bar and versus you know going to the yeah, bar. you know I, you know that kind of level. I think it's going to be what what the look and feel is you're looking for. Yeah, and like I said, the ones with generic handles and the, the first draft place, for example, it's set up for high tech. I yeah. mean, it's everything's there. You've, you've got the you know, it's just set up. It wouldn't work mm -hmm. in a facility like the Rose because it's too right. It, it, first off, I'm not sure where you put it. It would make sense, but it just would then lighten the place up. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the what same. It's trying to be. Yeah, no. it wouldn't be the same. I think the patio could do that, but I, they don't have that many beers on tap. That, no, it's not a beer bar, yeah. It's, and it's well lit, and you can usually see what's there. Yeah, the, the handles aren't too far away. I mean, yeah, I think they're not too far away. I can, I can see the handle right. for me but anyway. It, so, but. It, yeah, to sum up, I would say I would like the handles. Yeah. I think that gives a place class as when the beer... I think it's good for the beer. It's like a wine, a, a, a glass. And we don't have the glasses here. You know, We were talking earlier about how they have the glassware in, in Europe. Yes. And they're proud of that, and they also are proud of their handles. And here, we're not going to do the glassware. That's pretty clear. Yeah, there really isn't, but people should have an identity with their handle. I think that's good. I think identity is good. I think what we were even saying with the labels, like as a staple for the beer itself, like right. Blind Pig, our minds and our you our our minds and our eyes register, in our in our mouth taste mm -hmm. register a label, and when you see something on tap with the handle, yeah, right, you have that that same reaction right even if even if it's the field work doesn't matter what the field work is and if field work is brewing a consistency of good beers right and you see that field work handle and it's yeah. the shape of what it is right. you say 
I'll take that, that because I don't care what you're, what it's on. Right. It's going to be good. It's a generic handle, but you know it's a fieldwork handle. Yeah, you know it's yeah. fieldwork. And you yeah. know that it's going to be consistent of your palate and what you like. Because right. your mind says, I never had anything bad from fieldwork. So. so go for that. And I don't have to guess. And I don't yep. have to look at a sheet. I don't have to look at the menu. I don't have to ask too many questions of like, so when was this brewed? Or, you know, it's dumb know. shit that you're asking. You know, it's just, <laughs> I'm sure you get a lot of those. <laughs> I, I, get a lot of, I get a lot of stupid questions. But... To me, sometimes there are no stupid questions because if I don't know the knowledge, I have to know the knowledge of the beer as well. Like I should know that where where the beer is located and what is on tap. And I should probably know what's in the beer as far as like the hops goes and stuff. But sometimes that shit's not available. You know, it's just yeah. And you know, Field, Fieldworks also has a, a, a hop blend as far as the hops go. If you say, what's in this beer? What kind of hops? They're like, I don't know. It says hop blend. It's, oh. a, it's this fieldwork hop blend. Oh, that's it. So yep. whatever. Yep. So Go it could it. be mosaic. Yeah. You know, whatever. Brewer's choice. Yeah, brewer, brewer's <laughs> choice. And, and that's their, yeah, let's just see. That if you uh, created a, a certain recipe for uh, the kraut. Yeah. And it's this, this, and this. That's always in every other thing that you put out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because the hopland goes back to what you're saying, where people, well, whatever we had, we just kind of made it. <laughs> yeah. Just put whatever was left over from the last time we did this and things like that. So. And that's, yeah, that's kind of one of those. We got a shitload of hops. Yeah. Let's just throw let's, it in everything. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Interesting. This old redwood is fucking tasty, though. It's good. I'm good about this. Uh, yeah, because it almost starts. To, I don't. They didn't tell me, and I don't believe they did. They did any, you know, cask aging or anything like that. They just, but it almost tastes like it could have been a little. Oh, let's see, what do we see? Okay, well here you go. Talking about just a, a hop blend. This one, just says we dumped a truckload of West Coast hops in this beer, so they're not really even. Staying. So they're very vague about the hops you yeah. throw in. It's like so it could, it could have been anything, right? We have a lot of mosaic hops in there. It's fine. <laughs> But the other ones were good as well. I did have some of their the brothers to this one, and they were quite tasty. We'll go there again and see. Nice, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's a small it's it's a small brewing company. Oh, like you said, yeah. there's three people, right? Or what? That uh, was working there. I think there's five. Five? Okay. One, two, well, four. Yeah, four people, and they were all kind of there. And I like people that say don't store. <laughs> That dog would be like, no, nope, I don't want it. I know. It. I'll take one of those. Uh, what do you got? Age, what do you got? Age. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll fucking take uh, this. One. Yeah, that's, his that's... collection is all cellar stored. So, have you been to his house? I've never been to Doug's house. Oh, you no. gotta come up one time. We have yeah. like a little. Uh... I've been invited up, but we haven't made it up. There, yeah, so we gotta do. Cool we gotta place. do another. Um, he was talking about. Uh, he's not a planner, so <laughs> it's kind of one of those like. What are you guys doing next weekend? You want to you want to you want to have a little picnic? All right, cool. So pre be prepared, you know, to go to Doug's house. It's like, okay, I'm going to get drunk. Yeah. But I'm going to have fun and I'm going to hang out and you know, we're going to we're going to at the end we're going to have a, a, a to figure out a way home. Yeah, right. And apparently Uber works up there. So. It does. No, it does <laughs> somehow. Doug, people Doug actually gets Ubers all the time, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And it's not it's not as expensive as you would think, too. It's uh like 30 bucks, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe less, 20, 24. Yeah, and if you have like a group of people, then... Yeah, we can get a uh, a nice little uh, XL and sure and come down. Yeah, it's good. Sounds like a good plan. And he always has good stuff, and he's, you know, he's not afraid to share some some stuff. Um, but yeah, we were, we were talking before, like you said, he doesn't like the plan, so he's like, oh, let's, let's have another picnic and uh, uh, like a little barbecue. He has a little uh, beautiful scenery like the it's like being in a cabin you know almost i can imagine yeah his his house is more like a cabin style right because he's up what just up from alice's restaurant i think yep yeah right like if you're at alice's restaurant it's probably literally maybe a football field oh, at the it? most really yeah oh i didn't realize it's it was right there oh, yeah wow okay and then to the left and up the hill and yeah it's right there oh yeah, yeah. it's not far at all that's a good spot. But it, yeah, and, and it, it overlooks, like, if you knock down a couple of trees, mm -hmm. these two on the side, it would just open up and you would see everything. But he has this little, like, peek through. 
that you mm-hmm. can see, and you can see the whole town, kind of a thing. Which it looks down this way. Down Palo Alto, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you can take Sand Hill, or no, wait, I'm sorry. Woodside. Yeah, yeah, Woods, yeah, Woodside, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's in straight up, directly looking up. But it's cool. That sounds good. And yeah, and he's got like I said, he has like ton, ton, of storage beers. I <laughs> know. Oh, I that's how we got on that kick of uh, I, I, because it, not store. Don't store this beer like and the IPAs are one of the ones you don't want to store. Although yeah, they don't like you want to drink those as you get them. Well, that's the thing about IPAs is originally that's why they were IPAs is because they were already they were meant to go the long haul, but just between yeah. Britain and India. And that's how it started. That was a, that yeah. was the, one of the trivia questions. I, I would have gotten too. that one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled out the wrong like, question. Son of a bitch! I got the wrong one. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's ask another one. All right. All right. Hey, let's do gonna, one. I might open one more. Yep. Beer let's here. do because we got yeah. round. I think we're gonna only do one more. Yep. We got so. one more. So and I got two more uh, Bear Republics. I think I'll just go with the Red Rocket. Let's do the Red Rocket because we, we're all familiar with the Racer Five. It's, yeah. We. I, I think Racer, Racer Five, Five is, is probably one of my probably, favorite beers. It's. You know, that's probably, uh, you know Mike, too, Mike, the, my friend Mike that comes, Lewandowski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of his go-tos is the Racer 5, if it was on regular tap. We have it on cask all the right. time, but it's a little different, but... It is different on the cask, but I think it's good. I think it's great that you guys have a cask, because it is a, a completely different experience. Yeah, which is another angle that people should always have, too, you know, the more experience... Of something is probably the better at your own bar. Right, so I'll better explain. So this is going to be now the uh, Red Rocket from Bear Republic. One of their first beers. It's going to be a Scotch red ale, so it's going to be uh, very malty. It's a good and question, because I'm going to ask you one of those Scott questions. 6.8%. I always thought it was stronger than that. We brought this once. We have an event every year out at the coast. And we started out as when our younger days, you know, talking about how we've gotten better with beer. We yeah. started with probably kegs of MGD or Miller or something. And then we went to Sierra. And one year, it was shortly after Bear Republic opened, so we got a keg of Red Rocket, brought it out. And people hadn't been used to drinking that strong. I mean, the beers weren't that strong before yeah, Red Rocket right. and such like that came out. And so yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, that was no, quite no, a, no. a whack on the side of the head. But a really and tasty one. That was on the side one of, of the things that I, when I was first introduced to like percentages, mm-hmm. you know, was one of those things that kind of like threw me off, I guess. Uh, well, f- and that's how I got into Belgians because there were so, each Belgian was like at least 8%. Oh, yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'll drink 10 of these because they were so sweet and so easily. Crushable, if I want to use that yeah, fucking well, term. <laughs> they were good in the day. But yeah. Some of those beers, they were labeling them as malt liquor when they came in. You'd see stamps on the... Uh, they couldn't call them beer here because oh, really? they were too strong because of the, the Could, rules about what makes a malt yeah, liquor in percentage. exactly. And I know it took a long time. I know the guys at Bear Republic were trying for a long time, as were other people in the field, to allow the, to be allowed to put the ABV on the bottle. That's not... A real old thing. It's relatively new. Really? Where you could actually say what the ABV was on the bottle because it, and nutritional content. I think they still can't do that. They need there's to be still, allowed to do that. There's still a struggle to say what's the nutritional content and what I put it as food. And but they got to fight with the ABC and the labeling. To get a label done is hard. Which is fucking funny. bullshit, just in general. Like. You know, yeah, I know, but all those laws are kind of bullshit. It's <laughs> true. All the, all the drinking laws, where they come from? It was, yeah, big, well, really prohib- it was because of prohibition. Yeah. Before prohibition, there were no laws. Yeah. And then prohibition, when it went away, they gave it to the states, and all the states, as you know, yeah, have all their own rules and s- stuff like that, and it's just a, a zoo. Yeah, so. just to, and just to get the goddamn ingredients on the fucking bottle, like what you want at a at a regular grocery store, as you yeah. look for, right? Anything that you're buying of pasta, right. or or whatever. This, this, and this. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Carbs, sugar, and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Why not? It's food. Yeah. All right. So, cheers. Cool. Cheers, man. To the Red, Red Rocket. Rocket. Bear Republic. It's yeah, that's smooth. I think it's, smooth as butter, too. Same. And I think it follows up nice after some IPAs because it's yeah. it just really like quality. It can overtake the. the it's, a, it's a palate bring down yeah. of like, uh, it's subtle and refreshing. On the tongue, right? Rather than another harsh, 
IPA right. in that sense. When you're IBU'd out. Yeah, when you're IBU'd out, you're like, <laughs> no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. And this, you can have this after anything because but, yeah. it has such a strong flavor. All right, so definitely. Another... All right, let's do the trivia. Carf- let's right. do, um, so we're going to do the, on the Scottish route. Oh, no. On that one. So, um, I got this one, but I feel like you should get this one too. Okay. But I don't want to put any pressure on you. Okay. At all. I don't feel any pressure okay, good. at this point. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> to be honest. Okay. So, okay. So, Scottish wee heavy ales are also known as. Whiskey ales, strong ales, or export ales. That should be uh, that should be an easy one, sort of. Sort of. Can you repeat the question? Mm Mm-hmm. Scottish wee heavy ales are also known as. Okay. So if you get a Scottish wee heavy, Mm -hmm. if you order one, if you order one of the bar. Nine times out of ten, it's labeled under this because okay. sometimes I I I, I, I I'll, I'll try to look for a style and I'm like what yeah. what the fuck style is that it's not it's not a uh, it's not a whiskey ale it's not a strong ale it's not an export ale it's not a uh, it's not a lager it's not a pale what is it it's a sour no it's a Belgian oh yeah it's a Belgian sa- and then you gotta like saison and you gotta, so you go through these like loopholes yeah. of trying to find out the terminology for certain things. This one, I knew it because I keep always, I search for it and I'm like, that's what it's considered because yeah. think of the Scots and think of how, how <laughs> You're... high, you know. <laughs> okay, so we have a ale, it's also known as? A, whiskey ales, B, strong ales, or C, export ales. I'm going to go with export ales because... I've seen a lot of Guinness X. No, God, he's shaking his head. Mm-hmm. I'm 0 for 3. 0 for 3 on that one. <laughs> okay, can I get a second chance? Though? Yep, sure. I, I'll, I'm give not you, gonna, I'll give you time for redemption. I didn't want to do the whiskey one, so I'm going to have to go with the other one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the valid thing. It's it's the Scottish, they do they brew strong ale. And yeah. if you're in any, not even just the Scottish, but more of um, a European ale, if it's like a, a wee heavy, mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. Just consider strong. And let's let's read. Yeah, this is what this is pretty much exactly okay, what ahead. I was thinking. All right. So strong ales, strong or wee heavy ales must have at least seven percent ah. alcohol by volume. Whiskey ales are beers made by uh, made from barley that was smoked or dried peed. Okay. Yeah. Pete or Pete? Pete? P-E-A-T. Yeah, Pete. Okay. Pete, yeah. Pete, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Sod. It's what they burn in the... Uh, did you ever, When you were in the pubs in Ireland, did you get one that had like a... I'm not what, sure what time of year you were there, so you might have been it able to... It was there May, I think. May? Yeah. Uh, May? It could have still been doing that. if you, There's a smell that, that's what they burn in Ireland for fire. Oh, okay. For heat. It's called Pete. They call it Sod, but it's actually Pete. It's what... All the there's no oak trees left in uh, Ireland because they've all been cut down. They came into the soil, so they have really thick, rich soil, and they cut off pieces of this peat, and that's what they throw into the the fireplaces oh. to burn. Nothing and it gives that. you that nice smoke smell. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's awesome. Hmm. But I have seen the exports, like Guinness exports are always stronger stuff. Like the Guinness you get in Africa and other places. In fact, there's a I haven't tried this because I really don't like them. I prefer just Guinness the way it is. But I've yeah, noticed yeah. they're now distributing some of these Guinness that are like the African Guinness, the There's Australian a, uh, Guinness. It's a four-pack or a, something like that of different... That would be fun to try. I'm down to try that. Guinness, as we say. Yeah, yeah. The plural of Guinness is Guinness, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're quite different because they're not at all like the Guinness you expect. Yeah. But I'll... they're all called... A lot of them are called export. I thought it was because they were stronger because they are way stronger. Are they stronger in percentage? Yeah. What's what's the? I don't did know. did don't you know the percentage? No. A little bit. Because regular Guinness is like four, yeah, maybe it's three. Four. It's low. Yeah. Three. It's got to be between three, five, and four, five. So yeah, it's on it's, the low side. Yeah. Which is why the Irish can drink a ton of them and be like, "We're not drunk." Right. Well, no shit. It's four percent. The Belgians are drinking. They're fucking ten percent. You're fucking mm-hmm. wasted. Yeah. Which is the key. Yeah. And I found out. That's how I found out the hard way of drinking. Strong beers. It's just like have 
two of these and like, why am I so drunk? <laughs> well, the percentage is fucking right. higher, dumbass. Because there's more alcohol. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I didn't Ding. know. Ding. Ding. There you go. <laughs> there's a reason. Yeah, I, I it was. I took. I, I, it's a learning curve for for everything. Sure. Even if twenty one year olds are listening to this podcast or whoever, right. you know, you kind of find it out as you get older and you kind of have more knowledge of what's going on. Well, they're all drinking Coors Light anyway. Yeah, <laughs> as you start out in college, right? Or, you know, Miller or whatever the fuck you're drinking, and you continue to drink <clears throat> terrible beers. Or They don't get that. I just Somehow they that generation just took a step backwards. Yeah. But there's all this good beer, but Coors Light, because I get, I don't know. What's the same with, what's the same with, the, what's the same with now? Now is, the hipster movement is PBR. I know, I, that, ooh, yeah. It's about, it, it, and, and. I like PBR for some reason. I'm the same. Yeah. I'm I'm in that I'm in that circle. I'm You want to drink a PBR? Dude, I'll take it. Give me one. Right. But that's like a a picnic or a party or I'm not going to order it at the bar. Unless it's my own bar and I plan on <laughs> spending no money, you know, and, and just getting fucked up. Yeah. And I'll admit I have a one of my earliest beers was probably Coors Talls. And what still today, when I go to Denver, I get a, pick get up a, a six-pack of Coors Dolls, and I work on those in between yeah, whatever craft beer I'm having, just because it's tradition. All I can say is tradition, and tradition is a stupid thing sometimes, but sometimes, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, but whatever, it is what it is. It, 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 it honestly is what it is. It's, it's honestly how we uh, have grown up and uh, spent time with certain people, I think, and, and experienced those beers with... Whatever you know, like yeah, they weren't for, always good. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't always good. And but it's it, like a, no, and, and even my dad, he'd be the same. He's like, ah, oh, drinking PBRs, and then like he's like, ah, oh, fucking, that's fucking, that's old school, and that, and like, yeah, I know, but it doesn't seem old school because it's like now, you know, everybody's drinking fucking PBRs, and now they're making more PBR consistently of just whatever, <laughs> like tall cans and you know uh, oh. pounders and just whatever the fuck they're drinking well yeah so why not yeah capitalizing that's where Heineken should be putting their money yeah that's where the, the sales are but but I think Miller already owns them right pretty oh, much they own, oh I don't know who owns who these days yeah so P- 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 I think track. Miller owns PBR okay yeah uh, so but the thing about it is it's it's like I don't it's such a weird movement to be honest <laughs> PBR is such a weird hipster movement of it's not a, it's not a craft it's, it's not a craft it's not it's not anything I, I can't even say why people fucking do it mm-hmm. it's just not Coors Light Miller Light okay High Life <clears throat> Miller okay it was a step up from yeah it's not any of those it's just it's not Natty Ice it, you know or any of that kind of bullshit which this one is PBR is has a little bit more body and a little bit more flavor compared to any of those kind of beers I'll have to try one again. The last time I had one of those was probably, oh god, ten years ago. Uh, but I'd been out, I'd been out in uh, on Cal Ave with someone we both know. I won't mention any names, and we were drinking triple Carmelites. And I'd good. been, we'd started the rose. We went downtown, came back. I think Al was working that night. I ordered a PBR. He looked at me funny. No, because I Hal orders the same. Don't don't, don't. get him wrong. Dude. Well, no, no. He's like, I don't. I did the I same thing. He was like, I don't judge. I don't judge. He looks at me. He's like, I don't judge. Yeah, I don't judge. I ordered the same. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Al, fuck you. I know you're ordering. I know you're ordering hams, dude. You're ordering the hams. I had one sip of it and I just thought I was gonna puke. Right. Then. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. no, this is the wrong timing. Now, maybe I'll try it again someday as the the first beer of the evening rather than the last. Well, that and that's probably the better way to go. I guess the first, but. Same with how we're, how we're progressing as we go along right now, right? You know, it's like, yeah. uh, it's more of a lager, pilsner style type, um, something yep. that you genuinely don't care for. It's a throwaway. To be honest, it's a throwaway, like all those beers. <laughs> yeah. But it's a starter. It's a Kickstarter. And... A Kickstarter is a, a a career Kickstarter or a Kickstarter for the evening or what Even, do you the evening. Oh, okay. yeah. And it's, then you move it's, on to yeah. Then, then you well, yeah. Then you get you progress as you go along, right? You don't stick to the same. Uh, sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. You know, like I, some people are just like I stick to one thing all night, or I jump around the board, and I'm like, yeah. So yeah. the evening is 
it's a recipe. Every, every to me, everything is a recipe. Every day is a fucking recipe. Yeah, and you know, living in the present and changing yeah. it up. Yeah, it could be like I don't want to eat the same thing every it day. It could be like the same with weed. You know, it's like I smoked yeah. a bowl today in the morning and I, yeah, stretched my arms and I yeah. fucking went and I had a PBR and then I had a fucking cask and then I don't know where the fuck I'm going today. Yeah, it's just all over the place, you know. Or you, you know, you can be the same. Well, I had two sessions and you yeah. know I. This and that. It kind of goes all over the place. No, and it's good. And change it up. I mean, that's the key, right? That's what... And we have all these options, which is what's great about your, your podcast, is everybody can hear about different options, different places to have them. And yeah, and, and the more knowledge that you drop on me and then, you know, or, you know, anybody that can get somebody to, you know, Windsor or, you know, Sonoma County. Of, right. Just up in there, if they happen to hear the podcast, uh, newbie or not newbie, right? They yeah. might know what, something better to order. You know, I don't know. So, what's your favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite microbrewery or brew pub or pub in the San Francisco Bay Area that you'd go back to if you're like favorite? One um, last hurrah! One last hurrah! I don't know if I experienced enough at the brew pubs. Because I still got to hit so many. That swing through the area. Um, I really like a lot of... I really like the like some Santa Clara Valley stuff that comes out. Mm. Like the Electric Tower. Yep. Like I would... I know I know that Electric Tower and Santa Clara Valley um, is, is pretty solid. And the Electric... Every time I have, every time I have the Electric Tower, it's, it's consistently good. And I don't have to worry about picking another beer. Right. You know, that's on tap. I could say... Mm, I'll go for that. That's yeah, yeah. I might I might branch out and I'll, be, I'll try that other PA, other IPA, and then come back to it and be like, nah, I'll give me the electric tower again. I'll take it. Um, other than that, I don't... Uh, I've, been, I've been liking Fieldworks and... Which they never have a staple, but I don't have a consistent beer, so I just... <laughs> I didn't realize that. that now you that you know, say that. It, yeah, it's, I haven't been there. I need to go there. Yeah, I haven't either. I, I just, there's so many breweries that I have to visit that I... That's like um, my hometown. That's where I'm from. Alpha, so I, Alpha Acid is putting Alpha. out some really good stuff. Okay. They have a lot of great shit. They're, they're pretty much the, the brewery for L Arsenal. Anything they get, we get. Okay. Because they're, you know, they're, they're family-owned. Um, so they're, they're always putting out some good stuff that's just like huh i haven't had that let me try it like the they had a a a shout a shout at the shout it out i'm gonna get it wrong because whatever sounds familiar for some reason um it's a a, a stout so it's like shout it's like a it's like a motley crew or like a like an 80s rock term it's like shout of the devil but it's like a shout it out stout or something like that yeah i'm blanking on the name at the moment but yeah it's like it's like one of those like they have all these beers that I haven't heard of, but Alpha Acid is just putting out these really good stuff. It's just like almost pretty consistent of field works of what they're doing. Right. They're cranking out beers in different names and trying out, you know, certain areas and angles, but they're fucking killing it on what they're doing. They're really good stuff. Good. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anything you want to plug up for a wrap up? Uh, no, I just said thanks for this yeah. opportunity. It's fun chatting about beers and yeah. where to drink them and who to drink them with and things like that. It's definitely fun. it's fun. So I enjoyed that. Next time, maybe if we do this again, we can go down to pills. We'll pick a uh, a subject. I'll bring back some pills from Sonoma County. Yeah, that's cool. Some really nice pills that are coming out of there as well because that, that summer's coming up. Yep, yeah, get a nice little. Uh, it's a good time for a refreshing beer of of not so. That's so high or hoppy exactly. or, you know, whatever you're looking for. Right. It's kind of a different angle. How you would term summer, you know, or, you know, but I, you know, everybody, summer, when the hot weather comes in, you want light. Right. Right. You want something quenching. Something beyond the faction summer. IPA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something's like drying me the fuck out. Like, I don't feel like a raisin in the sun. Right. Yeah. That's refreshing. So, no, yeah. it's good. It's fun. But, yeah. yeah. Thanks for the opportunity to. Hey, thanks for coming on, Jim. I appreciate here. it, man. And, I appreciate uh, you listening to and having. You know, an opinion because I I value those opinions and I, I don't I'm not like I said I'm not a comedian uh, a host of anything I just now I have a podcast because I I don't play as much music as I want to play so yeah I need a creative outlet and I 
Right. I, I, I think you have, I think you need to add like a little five minute. Yeah, included that music in here so I, people well, can hear. I need to get you play as well. Well, I need to get good. yeah, I need Why to get not? more of a, a dynamic for yeah. uh, the music as I can add it into the podcast. Right. You know, for certain, me and my friend are trying to come up with some jingles of like random shit to throw over top. Yeah. of like maybe some things that we say so I can maybe critique it and have a little bit more fun with it. Yeah, maybe the interval between Act One and Act Two. Yeah, yeah. They have little just that might be better. Yeah, yeah. There. That's so I can it. merge them in. You know, tr- the transition is a little bit more clean, or, right? Or uh, the uh, so the show's not over, jingle, but then the final jingle is the show's over, right. that kind of thing. Sounds good. You know, it's know, a something. project, work in progress. It's I a work in progress. And I, I, I salute you for your effort. It's great. Well, it's fantastic. Thanks, Jim. Well, thanks All for right, having thanks. us, man. Well, cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. All right, we'll see you around. I'll see you at the bar. Yep.